Hello, it's January 20th, and on today's Off the Bench, we have a new game called Sports Roulette, as well as breaking down the NBA All-Star game and picking the teams for ourselves. We will then get into a recap of the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, as well as our predictions for the championship round. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to Off the Bench. I'm Major Murphy. And I'm Jake Russell. And we are live from the wonderful Hodges Library on the University of Tennessee campus, recording yet another episode. I'm sorry if I sound terrible today. I'm coming down with a little bit of sickness, a little cough <laughs> in there, but, you know, I'm powering through. Michael Jordan flu game, baby. Exactly, Michael Jordan flu game. Exactly. I strap up. Been knocking down Gatorade, some NyQuil here and there. You know, I got some cough drops. Those, those are pretty good cough drops, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. pear-flavored pear cough drops, I would recommend. They're the move. Yeah, go ahead and get you some. But we have a great show for you. Uh, as we mentioned in the pre-roll, we have a new game called Sports Roulette that I made up. So let's go ahead and get into that. Okay, so this is our new game called Sports Roulette. I uh, made this up when I was uh, tripping on some NyQuil late at night. Uh, so basically what this is, is uh, it's a new game. We're going to play three rounds of it, and each round there's three options. So there's going to be sports headlines from this week that are going on, and two of them, they're all pretty crazy headlines, but the game is two of them are real headlines, and then one of them are made-up ones that I just created myself. And so Jake has to go through, and the only way Jake can win is to go through each round and get, he has to answer every round correctly to win. So if he misses one on any round, then at the game, we'll keep playing, but he loses. Okay, so, way yeah. to have faith in me, way to have yeah. faith in me. I, I, it's pretty tough. I don't, these are pretty tough. So uh, let's go ahead and get into round one. I had a little ding ding kind of like background in there. Be good. So here we go. This is round one. So. First headline, um, Tom Brady says thumb injury is the work of the ghost of Alex Guerrero. So he's, he kind of, he didn't say that to the media, but he basically kind of pinned his injury on Alex Guerrero getting kicked out by Bill Belichick. Okay, now so, that's very believable. I will yeah, say that. That's so, very believable. Yeah, so we'll get your prediction at the end of the round. So, But we'll, that's the first headline. The second headline is Tim Tebow invited to the Mets major league camp for spring training so okay. last time we uh we were looking at tim tebow he's playing with uh middle schoolers at like a like a youth church league. camp a church church, yeah, church he's, camp he's playing church camp yeah. baseball so now he's got invited to the mets so it seems like a big jump but you know i mean it's all about bit sports is about money so exactly this is going to make him money then uh, i believe it so that's the second headline and then our third headline for the first round is NBA player lands face first after dunk and breaks his teeth. Okay. So uh, there's a video that goes along with it, but I'll just kind of describe it on air. Uh, I think he's a Bulls player. He was going up, fast break, layup. I think he's a rookie. He goes up for the dunk, dunks it away, crowd screaming. He's hanging on, and he, I think that since he's a rookie, he doesn't really know how to dismount off the rim. So he's just kind of swinging in there, and his body gets, like, sideways. He lets go. And he falls face first, and he, like, 
they said he like dislocated his teeth. So I don't, I, I don't know what that means. I guess like, I guess that's worse than like breaking them or like losing them. But so he landed face first. Okay. Um. So Tim Tebow going to the Mets. I can definitely see that because of, um, you know, the Mets aren't very good and they need some good. Uh, they need, they need to be talked about. So that's gonna get them some publicity and stuff like that. Okay. So I'm gonna say that's true. Okay. Um. The NBA player, uh, dunking and falling face first. Um, I feel like I've seen something about that, but it definitely could be true. The thing with the uh, Tom Brady and his thumb, though, that gets me, is that he uh, he believes in the process of Alex Guerrero, and mm. I don't think I could ever see him blaming anything on Alex Guerrero because he knows the process. He the book is literally his Bible, so <laughs> I'm gonna say the Tom Brady uh, ghost of Alex Guerrero one is false. You are correct, sir. Thank you. Thank so, you. that is the first round. Jake, we're moving on to the second round. And we'll see if you can keep up your winning ways. That was a that was a tough little first round, but I can guarantee you that as the game progresses, they only get more difficult from here on out. So, here is round two. So, go with this first headline. Which one do I want to go with? Uh, I'll go with this. Google predicts the Vikings and the Patriots to the Super Bowl. So, kind of a big thing that kind of blew up on Twitter. Or did it? I don't know. But basically, the big thing was uh, everybody was posting this picture. People were asking uh, Google who's going to the Super Bowl, and they had they weren't even discreet about it. They were like, the Vikings, the Patriots are going. So maybe Google knows a little more than we know. And this was at the beginning of the season? No, no, this wasn't at the beginning of the season. This was like last week. Last this, week. This past week or something. Okay, it's still still impressive. Okay. Yeah, impressive. So uh, I don't know. It's a little hard to believe, but you know, Google they're always amazing me. Okay. Uh, second prediction or second headline: uh, Lakers broke a record for worst free throw percentage in a game in NBA history. They went two for fourteen, and for all you math people out there, that's fourteen point three percent. Okay. So terrible, but they still won ninety nine okay. to eighty six against the Pacers. So I feel like this is a little bit of Lonzo Ball effect. If you don't have Lonzo on there and you shoot two for fourteen, you lose. But you have Lonzo, the goat. They're winning. So that's. That's a really low. That's a really like I don't even know how you go two for fourteen from the line. Like yeah, that's crazy. So that's horrible. It's kind of hard to believe, but our you know, producer in a church league game went uh, one for twelve from the free throw line. Bruh. I just want to point that out there. Uh, he went one for twelve from the free throw from the free throw line in church league basketball. Well, uh, he, went, he went two for two today. Hey, okay, there we go. He did go two go. for two today, so that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Okay. And the so, third one? Uh, third headline. Uh, this is a little bit of sad news here. So after dating for only a week, uh, Danica Patrick confirms that she's broken up with Aaron Rodgers, and she said this to Associated Press earlier this week. So they've... Uh, she broke up with him or the, that they have just broken up? Because that's a big uh, difference. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a big difference. She didn't get into the details, so it just says that they've, they're broken up. They're no longer together. Because I was about to say, nobody breaks up with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So I know that wouldn't be true yeah, if, it, so, if that was the so case. That, so that'll help you out a little bit. So basically, yeah, so those are the three headlines. Uh, which one do you think is false? Or you want to get your – which one do you think are true? I'm going to go with um, – I'm going to say the false one is going to be the Danica Patrick and Aaron Rodgers one. Jake, you're on fire right now. Oh, my gosh. Two for two right now. <laughs> thank you. Thank you have you. made it past round two, yet Danica Patrick and uh, Aaron Rodgers are still going steady. Okay, because when I heard about that, 
I started keeping up with it, and okay. I know if they had broken up, I would have heard about something. Yeah. I would have heard something about exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. I mean, you got to, like, you get your, like, notifications on your phone. Like, exactly. Score updates, Danica Patrick news, and then, like, NFL. So, like, that's what's coming on your phone. Yeah, so. that's one of the most important things in my life right now. So, yeah. Relationship, so. so, yeah. <laughs> you would have gotten that. So, Jake, you're two for two. Okay. And if you can finish off this last round, you will win the whole thing. So, first ever sports roulette that we have on here, if you can win, like, I'll be very impressed because these are some hard questions I'm asking. Okay, thank so you. this is round three, and we'll start with uh, I'll I'll save my favorite headline for last. So first one, this one's a little bit easy. So I gave you a little little lob, okay. but uh, Heisman winner Baker Mayfield is lobbying for the Dolphins to draft him. So basically, Kenny Stills had this Instagram live video, and. He would just, I don't know what he was doing on it. And then Baker Mayfield jumps on. He goes, hashtag, get me to Miami. So basically he's saying. Okay, I'm definitely saying that's true mm-hmm. because that makes a lot of sense from many standpoints. Yep. You start with football. He's got great targets. He has Jarvis Landry, Devontae Parker, and Kenny Stills to throw to. Kenny Stills went to Texas A&M. Yeah. So they used to play together. Exactly. Or, I mean, not Texas A&M. He went to Oklahoma. Yeah. So but they got that connection. Something that's even – Bigger than that is the fact that it's Miami. Baker loves to party, loves to go crazy. Yeah. Miami's a perfect city for that. I 100 believe that's true. Do you think he's a Johnny Manziel 2.0? I don't think he's addicted to cocaine. Okay. So I would not go that far. <laughs> he, I don't think he's a cokehead yet. If he goes to Miami, he could become a cokehead. Yeah, so uh, that's I've, something to look out for. I've but heard there's a lot of cocaine there. So. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I wouldn't go Johnny Manziel yet, but we'll see where he goes, you know. Okay. So this was reported on uh, Off the Wire. Um, this said, this is like, so you have the Winter Olympics coming up. Mm-hmm. And it said, this is a story that they reported on that they just found out. They said, Olympic snowboarder Sean White claims that after losing his wallet in the club, after partying with his teammates, like after they did like some trials or something, uh, he didn't have any money. So to get back home, he actually traded one of his Olympic gold medals for a cab ride home. So you hear a lot of guys like uh, saying that their Olympic medals are kind of worthless. A lot of them like lose them. They don't really like care about them that much. So this is a this is a tough story right here to see if it's believable or not. We'll, okay. I'll yeah, let you I'll let you tough. get your take on that in a second. So, but that is our second headline, and then our third headline in our final round of sports roulette is teen accidentally runs full marathon after missing half af, after missing the turn for his half marathon. So. He's running. He's running this half marathon, and he misses the turn, and he ends up just running the whole thing. And so, uh, the guy's brother, the guy that's running, his brother actually calls the police, and they track him down. They find him running, and he's like, "Yeah, I feel fine." So they let him run the whole. <laughs> they let him run the full marathon. He gets the end and takes pictures with the cops, and it's a good deal. So. He signed up for a half marathon and ran a full marathon. So. Okay, this is a tough one, actually. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a shot in the dark because I think these both could be very true, except uh, I'm an avid hater of running. I hate it. Um, but So I don't know how you could just accidentally miss a turn for a half marathon. I'm not really sure about that. And then I could also, I think Sean White giving away uh, an Olympic gold medal for a cab ride home is also very believable. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm not really sure, but I, I think maybe he'd give away like a silver medal or something like that. So I'm going to go with the Sean White story. Jake, this is for the win. And you chose the Sean White story. That is 
Incorrect. I'm sorry. Oh, my sir. God. That is actually a true story. This teen actually did run a full marathon thinking he was ready a half marathon after he missed his turn. Uh, the Sean White one, that was pretty good. I made that one up. I, I said that was not true. Oh, you said it was not true? Yeah, because I said I said I no, could no. I said I could believe him trading in a silver medal. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. But not a gold. Oh, so you did get it right. I did get it right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I really wanted you to lose that, so I just kinda yeah. jumped the gun on that. I mean, yeah, everybody's a hater. Yeah. Everybody's a hater. Everybody everyone wants the goat to fall down. Exactly. So. Everybody wants everyone wants us to fail, but it doesn't matter. No, if yeah. you, you I mean this is recorded, so yeah. we can go back and listen yeah. to it to well, make sure. Yeah, well instantly. But I said <laughs> I said I said I believe uh, he would maybe do that with a silver medal, but not gold. So I'll go. With yeah. That. Okay. 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 I was just jumping the gun. I really wanted you to lose that one, but yeah, yeah. you actually won that. So, uh, Jake, congratulations! The this is the very first ever sports roulette Thank game. Thank you so much. Uh, I think uh, if the fans like it, we'll ask them on Twitter what they think. Uh, make sure you follow us at OTB underscore Pod to vote on that. But I think this is a game that we'll see in the future. Yes. Sports buzz will always be a part of this, but I think sports uh, sports roulette has a little place in our show. It does. It does. Yeah. So that wraps up sports roulette, and now we're going to get into NBA All Star Weekend. Okay. So the NBA All Star Weekend. Uh, so the All Star Game is February eighteenth at Staples Center in LA. And we don't know the reserves yet. They're going to be announced the 23rd, but we do have the starters. So starting off, we have LeBron James and Stephen Curry as the two captains. And then the rest of the starters are Giannis Antetokounmpo, DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, DeMar DeRozan, uh, Joel Embiid, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. So those are the rest of the starters. And then the reserves, Jake and I kind of looked at the pool of reserves and what we did was we picked uh, three reserves uh, from the east backcourt and the west backcourt and then did the same with the front court from the east and the west. And the players we ended up picking were Kyle Lowry, Bradley Beal, Victor Oladipo, Christoph Porzingis, Kevin Love, Al Horford, uh, Russell Westbrook, uh, Chris Paul, Clay Thompson, Carl Anthony Towns, Little Marcus Aldridge, and Draymond Green. So uh, I'm super excited for the All-Star game. It's always People always hate on it. They're like, there's no defense. I'm like, well, in a good basketball game, defense is not fun. Like, Yeah, if you're wanting an all-star game, you just want to see a bunch of crazy plays. Yeah, and I want to see alley-oops. Like, I want to see LeBron James dunking on Stephen Curry and then Kevin Durant, like, tweeting from, like, one of his other, like, Twitter accounts, like, uh, like LeBron James is trash or something like that. You know, like, all his fake Twitter accounts. I want to, I want to see that. So, with Jake, so the new format has – since LeBron James and Stephen Curry are going to be captains, they get to pick from the pool of starters who they want to build their team around. A little east-west mix-up. Yeah, so they can choose anyone. So Jake and I are going to simulate that. Uh, I'm going to be LeBron James. I've got the physical build for him. A lot of people say that I look like him, like passing on the streets, like, oh, LeBron. And then Jake... He has limitless range. He that is literally true. has never missed a three. So. I, I can't recall a time I've ever missed a three-point shot. Yes. I literally just can't. It's anno- <laughs> it gets annoying. Yeah. It really does. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to play pig with him, and I just he just hits a three, and like I'm just like, oh. I hit um, a full-court shot with my ha- hands behind my back. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> yeah, so Jake is going to be Stephen Curry, and what we're going to do is we're going to first pick our uh, the four other starters that we want with us. Uh, to round out like our teams and then 
we're going to pick the reserves. We're going to pick five reserves each for our team off the list of reserves that we provided. So uh, LeBron James will get the first pick in the All-Star game, so I'll go ahead and kick us off. Uh, uh, I forgot to mention one of the players I left off here on the starters is Kevin Durant, and that will actually also be my first pick of the draft. So basically I'm not letting, I'm not letting Steph Curry like have his teammate on there and like LeBron James doesn't really care about who's chasing him. Like he knows he's the best player on the planet. So he's just going to surround himself with the best talent. So he's going to, I'm going to go ahead as LeBron James, go ahead and pick Kevin Durant. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, I'm Steph Curry. I'm a guard. I need a, a big boy down low. I'm going to go with Giannis. Okay. Down low. That's like a little matchup. Giannis on, uh, Kevin Durant, like they kind of like a little Kevin Durant Jr. kind of. Exactly, kinda exactly. Okay, yeah. your pick. So, uh, man, as a LeBron James, like I told, I, I don't really get caught up in the media, but one person I just, I'm really not trying to choose is Kyrie. Even though he would be the best player to pick next on here, I, I just can't pick him. So since I already got like a forward kind of going and I'm already a big guy, I need a guard. The best guard available is James Harden. So I got to go pick up James Harden. I got to get a scorer. It's not going to play defense, but it's an all-star weekend, so it's all right. So I've got my first pick, a couple of former teammates in Kevin Durant and James Harden. Okay, so this is what I'm going to do. Uh, he needs another guard, and there's two guards available, and I need another guard. So I'm going to pick DeMar DeRozan instead mm. of Kyrie Irving. Wow. So I'm going to make LeBron pick Kyrie Irving, and I'm going to have that turmoil. Uh, they're going to be talking about each other the entire game. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be nice. So. I'm uh yeah so I'm gonna go with Demar Derozan and I'm gonna force uh, LeBron and Kyrie to play with each other. Wow, so you're really playing my hand here. You're really gonna be playing my hand. So basically, uh so yeah I need another guard. I could use another big man. I really don't want to pick Kyrie, so I'm gonna have to go with my next pick, someone who's the most savage person in the league I think right now because he. Uh, just basically blew off Rihanna, which I don't think any man has ever done. But I'm going to have to go and pick Joel Embiid. Trust in the process on this one. Uh, I'm really just, yeah, I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to pick Joel Embiid. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Anthony Davis. So I'm going to have me and DeMar, mm -hmm. you know, playing guards. And then I'm going to okay. have Anthony Davis at center. And then I'm going to put Giannis at power forward. And I'm going to say, try to score down low on us. Yeah. Try to stop us down low. You yeah. can. You can. And so, okay. So, big man-wise, I have Kevin Durant, myself, and Joel Embiid. So, I can't – I I could pick DeMarcus Cousins. But, I mean, literally, like, pe then people know I'm just avoiding Kyrie Irving. Exactly. And you can't do that. So, um, you played my hand here, Jake. I know. You really know. have. So, or Stephen Curry. I'm sorry, Mr. Curry. Yeah. Uh, so I really, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to go and get the boy, uh, Kyrie Irving. I'm gonna have to go and pick him up. And I'm gonna have to get uh, Demarcus Cousins. Kyrie's a better player, but I want Kyrie and LeBron fighting the entire game <laughs> and distracting the team. So yes, I'm gonna go with Demarcus yeah. Cousins. So it's gonna. I, don't, I mean, just because he's on my team, that doesn't mean I have to pass to him. So that's true. So that's we're true. all good. So I'll just I'll feed James Harden, let him score, and Kevin Durant. So we'll see. So then we have to go through and pick our five reserves. Uh, so if we can pick anyone we want from this list, and since I'm up to pick, I think the best player on here 
that I need to have. Uh, I need to get a I need to get a young guy, and I think the best young guy on there is Cat Carl Anthony Towns. He's a big man. He can do it all. He can dribble. He can play defense. I I like him. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Clay Thompson. Uh, I'm gonna like that. I'm gonna have him. I guess Demarcus Cousins will be starting, but he'll be coming in for Demarcus Cousins at a small forward position, and also Demar at shooting guard. But uh, I just love his three point ability, so I'm gonna go with Clay Thompson. Yeah. Uh, I need some high flyers on my team, so Victor Oladipo is coming onto my squad. Is I just I'm building the youth right now. Like uh, that's the youth movement is going well right now. So I need to pick up a high flyer. Uh, Victor Oladipo is going to dunk on the entire uh, Stephen Curry team. So respect. Uh, yeah, respect. So I appreciate it. Okay, I'm going to uh, skip Russell Westbrook, easily the Ooh. best reserve, and I'm going to go with Chris Paul okay. because the game is at Staples Center. Okay. And he knows that building inside out, mm -hmm. as he proved earlier this week. Mm -hmm. So if we're ever getting some beef, either at halftime or after the game, uh, one, I got a bunch of big men, so I got reach yeah. on your team. Yeah, you got a so huge team. So he can sneak us into the tunnels and get us into y'all's locker room, wow. and we can just fight all of y'all. Yeah. Wow. So I think he is honestly the biggest advantage to have in this all-star game wow. because he knows Staples Center and he can get anywhere in the building. Strategy-wise, you are you're you're killing the game right now. Thank you. Thank you. You already put me against Kyrie, where we're gonna be fighting all the time, and then when we. When we get into a huge fight, inevitably, you're just going to have the upper hand sneaking around the court mm -hmm. through the secret tunnels. Exactly, exactly. So, let's see. I've already picked Victor Oladipo. I've picked Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, I'm going to go another small guy, and I just have to pick Westbrook. He hasn't been picked up. That's just people sleep on him, and all he does is perform under the bright lights. Okay, so. Can I say one thing? Yeah. Uh, I just used some reverse psychology there. I intentionally threw out Westbrook's name knowing I wasn't going to pick him wanting you to pick him okay. because I intentionally didn't pick Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook because uh, now you have both no, of them on Jake, your team. So it, think man. about this. You have Kyrie <laughs> you have Kyrie and LeBron going at it. You have Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant going at it. There's no way you can win now. Y'all are going to be arguing the entire game. That yeah. is called strategy. And, and Steph Curry, if you're listening, I highly recommend you do this. And not only that, but I have Chris Paul. So – we can sneak into your locker room and plant some things, talking trash. Say <laughs> we can plant some things, oh acting like God. Kevin Durant is talking trash about Russell Westbrook yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, of course. We can frame players for doing things. You can things. steal one of like Kevin Durant's like five phones, get on his Twitter account. Exactly, exactly. Oh, there's gosh. literally no way you can win this game now. No, there's not. I'm sorry. That is called strategy. It's not about drafting the best players. I think, it's about. Yeah, I think what's going to end up happening is my whole team's going to fight. And the only person on the court is probably just going to be Joel Embiid, and he's just going to be – I don't – It's going to be 1v5. Yeah. But, I mean, I trust the process on that one, so I, I, I give it a close game. Okay. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, I picked Westbrook. You're pick now. I haven't even been thinking about who I've been picking. I've just been yeah. purposely not picking people. Uh, yeah. So, let me think about who I want here. Um, I just got another guard. Yeah, yeah some good big men. I'm going to go with Kristaps um, Porzingis. Um, Got to love what he does. Got to love his length as well as his shooting ability. I mm -hmm. um, think he's going to be – I mean, think about this. Now, not only are you going to be arguing the whole time, but we're going to be dunking the whole time because I have Anthony Davis. I have Giannis. I have Porzingis. Yep. Like, try to stop that down low while you're arguing. You can't. can't. You, you can't. Uh, so, I, you've played my hand a lot, and there's going to be a lot of fighting. And I think well, since LeBron James is the team captain, he's going to need someone to yell at. 
And who does he yell at the most? Kevin Love. Okay, I get <laughs> so, it. I so get that. I, respect, yeah, respect. So, I mean, like, uh, uh, my team's falling apart. At least he's going to have someone he's comfortable yelling at. And so Kevin Love fills that role perfectly. He won't play ever, but he'll be on the – be on the sidelines, just getting yelled at. LeBron, LeBron needs that person to yeah. yell at. Hey, of course, yeah. And I think honestly, I think Kevin Love comes over all the time, and he knows he can't yell at his wife, and so he just yells at Kevin Love. And we know that he has a wine addiction, and he's become an yep. alcoholic. Mm-hmm. So I really think he's mm-hmm. developed this habit where he just yeah. needs to be yelling at somebody, of especially course, yeah. when he's drunk yeah. and stuff. So no, I really, I really respect that. You think it's really, you think it's really Gatorade in those bottles, or you think it's wine? Oh no, it's definitely wine. Yeah. I mean, he comes out and says it. He tweets about it all the time. Yeah, Wife true. won't help me drink this bottle, so I'm gonna have to do it all myself. <laughs> like, dude's an alcoholic. Yeah. So you know he's yelling at Kevin Love, take out his frustrations. And if you're an alcoholic, you got problems at home. Yeah. So it all makes sense. Um, now I'm gonna go with. Uh, I need a defensive player for this game because uh, nobody plays defense. So I'm gonna get Draymond Green. Yeah. Give me some defense. Yeah. Because um, they're not going to be expecting anybody to play defense, and Green's one of the best defensive players in the league. Yeah. So they're going to go in, oh, nobody's going to guard me. Next thing you know, block city. Yeah. Next thing you know, he's stealing one, taking it coast to coast. Yeah. You're not ready for that. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Draymond Green. I think I have one more I have one more pick, right? Uh, I haven't really been keeping count. I haven't either. Yeah. I've just been making sure you pick the players I want you to pick. Yeah. Reverse psychology. Uh, I guess – that leaves me with either Al Horford and Bradley or Bradley Beal. Uh, I guess Al Horford. <laughs> my team's already like half my team's like dead. So like, <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I got to pair someone with Joel Embiid on yeah. the court. <laughs> Al Horford's too old to fight, so I guess put Al Horford. Also, one thing I want to add is you also have James Harden, and you know he proved he loves to fight and everything like that. So everybody's gonna be fighting, you know. Uh, you know, LeBron and Kyrie are going to be fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook are going to be fighting. And Harden's going to be over there like, well, I'm the best fighter here. Yeah. So he's going to walk in. He's just going to start joining in on the brawl and getting his hands in for no yeah. reason just to prove to everybody that he can fight. So uh, And then that leaves you with Bradley Beal on your team. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but I don't really care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. So that's pretty much how the All-Star game is going to go out. Obviously, I think Jake won this draft. Stephen Curry, if you're listening, which we know you are, uh, we need to kind of yeah. We just you need to listen to our podcast and take our advice. So if you want to win the All Star game, yeah. So we'll go ahead. So that is our All Star prediction, and we're going to now get into the NFL. Alrighty. So to finish up our show, we have. We're going to give a little brief recap of what happened in the divisional rounds, and then we're going to go a little more in-depth into our predictions. So we start off with the Falcons uh, at Eagles. The Eagles won that game 15-10. to 10. I think uh, Jake Elliott had three field goals in the game. Am I right? Yes. Yeah, so he just – I mean, the Eagles I, – I can't believe in Nick Foles. Like, I, 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 want, I want to, but – I mean, their defense is good enough to get them places, but – when you call on Nick Foles to finish the job, I just don't like it. Yeah, so. before the game, uh, a few days before the game, Peterson, the Eagles head coach, was like, uh, "We just need to let uh, Nick be Nick and everything." And, what, is that, uh, what does that even mean? I don't know what that means, but it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, whatever did. Nick being Nick, I don't know what Nick normally does. That's really good. They should say besides being a backup quarterback. I mean, let Nick be like uh, Carson Wentz. That's probably a good start. Yeah, but Nick being <laughs> Nick, I don't think I would want that, and clearly it didn't work. Uh, yeah. 
I think one thing we learned though is that that Eagles defense is very good. Very good. Very so. good. Also, uh, we learned that Steve Sarkeesian is um, runs the same fifteen plays every mm-hmm. game, yeah. and uh, he's just not very good. Yeah. It's some of the plays, some of the plays he calls, I swear he drew it up on a cocktail napkin at the bar <laughs> before the game. Like I'm not even kidding. And he's like, okay, we're running this. Supporting. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, we have. I've just now realized how many alcoholics we have in the sports yeah. world. LeBron, Steve Sarkeesian. Sports world is crashing down. It's bad. It's, it's really bad. So it's it's bringing it down. Uh, then we go over to our other Saturday night game, which was the Titans at the Patriots. And woof, that's that's how you describe that game right there. It went exactly as it was expected. Yeah. The Patriots killed the Titans. They won 35-14. Uh, the Titans scored first, and people were freaking out. They're like, oh, the Titans are going to – Win the game. Yeah, Tony like, Romo was going crazy. Yeah, I was like, no, no. I what? What quarter are we in? The first? Okay, yeah. And is Tom Brady still on the field? Yeah, yeah, he is. And then they proceeded to score thirty-five unanswered, and then that's pretty much how the game went. I do think there will be a a good amount of off-season hype around Corey Davis. Yeah, you know he's been lingering with injuries all season. You know, rookie wide receiver out of uh, Western Michigan. But I think after those two touchdowns, especially that one-handed grab, uh, there'll be a lot of hype around him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then that wraps up Saturday. Then we move on to Sunday, and we had big stage, Jags versus Steelers. And I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are split on this. I feel like you either going diehard Steelers or diehard Jags. But I knew the Jags were going to win this one, and they did. They ended up winning 45-42. to uh, This game proved that the Jags still have the best defense in the NFL. Uh, and The only reason – yeah, the Jags had the best defense by far, but the only reason why it was close and the Steelers were able to score that many points is because they have Antonio Brown, the best wide receiver in the league, who just kind of can take over a game and make it competitive. Yeah. Um, but the Jags, they capitalized on both of the turnovers and turned them into touchdowns. Uh, and the Steelers were just pretty stupid. They overlooked them. Uh, they were talking about the Patriots game all week, thinking it was an automatic win. They gave the Jags plenty of bulletin board material, which is a horrible thing to do in sports, yeah. as we learned. And we learned uh, two reasons why Le'Veon Bell should get paid. One, the Steelers have no offense when they're not like keeping Le'Veon in a balanced like game. When he's not balanced in the offense, they don't have an offense. Exactly. And Big then, Ben can throw for 400 yards, but if Le'Veon Bell isn't running, and that means they're usually playing from behind as yeah. well. And then... You also look at someone like Leonard Fournette, who is a beast. Uh, I think he, he had 25 carries for 109 yards and three touchdowns. Those are some perfect handoffs by Blake yeah. Bortles, by the way. I just exactly. That. So I, that just proves that the Steelers need to pony up a little bit of cash that they have. Mike Tomlin needs to like take some of the money that he has stuffed in his mattress and go ahead and pay up Le'Veon Bell. Or yeah, I'm not sure tired. how happy they are with him after he skipped the walkthrough for the Jags game thinking it was going to be an automatic win. But, yeah, he's a phenomenal yeah. player. You can't argue that. Yeah. And then finally to wrap up our recap, we have the Saints at the Vikings. And the Saints uh, won 24-23. Oh, okay, Stefan. Okay, my bad, my bad. Uh, no, the Vikings won 29-24. Uh, the Vikings proved that the – the heart of their team is defense, and Stefan Diggs is clutch. Like, there's just there's the duo. No the duo they have with Thielen and Diggs is unreal because yeah. Thielen is just always open. And people need to stop sleeping on Case Keenum. Keep, oh yeah, you I, wake I, up. Wake I mean, up. you should have woken up around like week eight or something. But yeah, he was but. a he was a failed product of Jeff Fisher in uh, at the Rams. Uh, he's actually a great quarterback. 
uh, yeah, I'm definitely a believer in him. Yeah, and so. We also know Alvin Kamara is going to be a star. Oh, yeah, the Saints in general are not going anywhere. Alvin Kamara is a beast. As long Mark, as Drew Brees is playing. We yeah. don't know how much longer he has. Yeah, I, I'd say he still has another. But I think I think this was coming, you know, because you saw Sean Payton. He was uh, mocking the little Viking clap yeah. on the sidelines, and then next thing you know, Stephon Diggs, Case Keenum. Williams is like. Case Keenum is leading them. Yeah, Marcus Williams like sniffing the ground, trying to figure out like what's going on, and Stephon Diggs is jumping over him, scoring a touchdown. Yeah, all that. So you know, it's pretty crazy. So that wraps up our recap, and then we're going to spend the last bit of time that we have uh, giving our predictions. So we're gonna start off in the AFC. Uh, so to start off, we have the Jags at the Patriots. Uh, the, pa- the Patriots are fra- favored by seven and a half points. Now it was over ten. But then the news came out with Tom Brady's hand uh, or his thumb being hurt, and it actually lowered three points. Yeah, uh, this is uh, this really wasn't a hard decision for me. I kind of looked at both teams and what they had, and I give me the pay, give me the Jags all day. I think Tom Brady. I don't think you need to worry about his thumb. He's playing. He's Tom Brady, and he'll be fine when he plays. But this is why they match up great against the Patriots. I think Jalen Ramsey's going to do a great job shadowing Gronk. I think A.J. Bouye can kind of match up on him you a little bit. You think they'll put Jalen Ramsey on Gronk? Oh, yeah. The, I think he's the he's physical enough to match up with him. And they, Interesting. Like, yeah, I think he'll match up with, like, they might try and put a, like, a I was thinking Miles Jack. They'd move Miles Jack, their yeah, linebacker. I think they're going to – I mean, it's going to be a committee. Put some like, church on him. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a committee. But I think your main guy is going to be Jalen Ramsey. I think he's physical enough to match up with them. Uh I think that we've seen that the way to beat the Patriots is to pressure Tom Brady and that line. The Saxon- fact they can put pressure on Tom Brady with yeah. only four, with only four. Saxonville lines. is legit. Like Calais Campbell is leading his line, and they run there. the ball very well. And if you yeah. want to beat the Patriots, you have to dominate the line. Yeah, and they're getting, that's exactly what the Titans tried to do with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry had like sixty yards or something in that game, but I think Leonard's going to do what Derrick Henry couldn't. And I think if they if they get pressure and they uh, they can run the ball down their throats. I really think they have a shot of winning this game. I think we need to see some Wildcat with Blake Bortles. Oh, yeah. Know? Wildcat with yeah. Blake Bortles. Yeah. Or Blake Vick, as yeah. I should call him. Yeah, by his real name, actually. Yeah, best dual-threat quarterback. I mean, you can't argue this. He's the best dual-threat quarterback left in the playoffs. Oh, that's that's facts. You cannot argue that. That's facts. There is not a single better running quarterback is in the playoffs right Keenum? now. Yep. Yeah. Is can Case Keenum run better than him? No. Can is Nick he... Foles? No. Nope. Can Tom Brady? Brady? No. no. Maybe Alex Guerrero can with the book. <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady? No. 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 Not so. I, I think just kind of my last little tidbit on this game, I think Tom will be great. I mean, he's the GOAT for a reason. I think he's going to be great in this game. But Bortles will do enough to lead them to the Super Bowl. This defense is too much. Uh, Leonard Fournette's going to have a day against this pretty sorry defense that the Patriots have. And I, I like the Jags advancing to the Super Bowl. I think I'm picking the Jags. Because I, I want them to win more more so. Yeah. I would I will not be surprised if the Patriots win. I honestly expect it's almost like I expect the Patriots to win, but I'm saying Jags just because I want them to win and I would love to see the upset. Yeah. But yeah, we both got the Jags over here. Uh, moving on to the NFC, we have the Vikings at the Eagles. Um, kind of my main tidbit for this thing. Uh, the reason why I have the Vikings winning this is Keenum is better than Foles all day. You have two great defenses. Like you have the se- you have the second and third best defenses. Yeah, in the you have, I mean they're 
two great defenses. They t- have two solid running games. They're not great, but they're pretty solid. I mean, they match up across the board, like, equally. And a lot of people are like, don't focus on Foles, the quarter. Foles like. just has not played a defense like that. But at this, the end yeah. of the game, who are you going to have, like, leading down the field, Case Keenum or Nick Foles? I'm taking Case Keenum every day. This is the Jeff Fisher Bowl, though. Oh, uh, that is. Both both quarterbacks were groomed by Jeff Fisher. Mm-hmm. So that so, is, but, yeah, I just – I have to take Case Keenum. The only thing that makes me a little scared are the – Dog masks that everybody's going to be wearing. I think win or loss, it's going to be amazing to see 70,000 <laughs> drunk Eagles fans with dog masks on running yeah. around the streets. Just, it's gonna win be, or lose, they're going to be going crazy. Yeah, It's going to be like the purge. Yeah, I've, no, I've been thoroughly in, uh, in favor of all the fans in the playoffs so far. You have Bill's Mafia early on just smashing tables. And then now you, you get had, the underdogs with yeah. the Eagles. And then you had literally like a whole planet of – uh, Vikings fans just clapping, doing the in school unison. clap. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's it's ridiculous. So the fans have been great so far. That's why that's why the Patriots don't need to go to the Super Bowl. Like, what yeah. do Patriots fans do? Nothing. They don't do anything. Yeah, they, I mean, they're so used to winning, it just yeah. they don't care anymore. Yeah. So I think they need to lose, make the make the Super Bowl a little more interesting. Yeah, I think that Thielen Diggs combo is just absolutely lethal. Thielen is always open, especially mm. when he's, when he's got the yellow gloves on. You can't stop him. Yeah, and then and then Diggs. It's Diggs is just a big playmaker, um, and yeah, Foles has not played a defense nearly this good yet. So that's why I have the Vikings as well. Yeah. We'll stat check it, but I don't think Thielen has ever lost a game in those yellow gloves. I don't think he has either. Yeah. Uh, so that wraps up our NFL predictions and recap, and that actually wraps up our show. I'm Major Murphy, and I'm Jake Russell, and this has been another Off the Bench.